You're listening to Screen Podcast. Hi guys, welcome to the first episode of the Screen Podcast. I'm Ung Biller and I will be your host throughout all four episodes of the podcast. This podcast is a free event leading to our main exhibition, Screen, organized by Taylor's University Architecture Graduates of 2020 that will be showcased live on 11th to the 13th of December 2020. So please check out our social media platforms and website linked in the description for more information. Today's podcast will be a discussion on the topic based on stories and interpretations of studio culture by the American Institute of Architecture students. The link to the article was posted yesterday on our Instagram account, so go check it out. Today we have a special guest with us, which is Heffrens. So can you please briefly introduce yourself, Heffrens? Hi everyone, um, I'm Heffrens. I graduated from Taylor's Masters in 2018 and currently I'm practicing in Singapore in Wuhan Architects. It's very nice to meet you, Heffrens. Nice to be here. So what do you think of the research paper? I think it's, it's a very interesting way to get feedbacks from not only the students, but also from the faculty members on um, what actually defines studio culture and the opinions on that. So it, it, in a way, it, it will help to reevaluate like its studio culture a necessity in architectures or is it just been passed on without like without changed or what's changed we've been looking at? Because the research paper mainly focuses on the students and the tutor's perspective about studio culture, which is mostly from America. It's a mixed feeling to it. So put in a way, I'm all making in Malaysia. So I did my bachelor in Utah and that has a very different studio culture as I come to understand in Taylor. So in Utah, everyone basically just stay in the studios most of the time. So we crunch work every day in the studios. And then after I graduated, I joined Taylor's for Masters. I might be wrong, but in a sense, like because Masters, we only have like 15 students per semester. Mm-hmm. So studio culture, it's a little bit diminishing. So like not everyone work there. Mm, I see. Yes, at points, it's maybe like five or six of us who are kind of like really into that studio culture. A lot of them was just like working at home at least. And it comes to even different when we got to the final years, thesis years, in which like basically we have our own projects, we have our own supervisors. So everything was kind of like brought out from the school environment. So we started to meet with our supervisors out of school contact and do our work basically kind of like solo, but I mean, we still make up occasionally to talk about, but it's getting lesser and lesser, I would say that. Because I feel like the baseline of a studio culture, which I feel all of us can relate to, is that studio culture is sort of based on the interactions between architecture students, right? Yep. So would you say that you would prefer that studio culture from your degree life because it has more like interactions that happens within the studio with your peers mm-hmm. that compared to your master's? Yeah, I would say so though, because I think the main takeaway from studio culture is not on the output of the works, I would say it's more on the, like you mentioned, the interactions and... Sort of the process, is it? Yes, yes. It's all these moments, like you talk to your friends, you discuss with your friends, you even argue with your friends, and it formulates a different kind of learning experience that go both ways. 
So when you mentioned about like masters, right? Like you said there wasn't that much students who stay at the studio. Since the studio is actually sort of our core workplace, right? For most architecture students. So would you say that there's less people who's treating it as a core workspace? Because you said during masters, there's less of your friends who are at the studio because they prefer to work at home. So the core workplace mm-hmm. isn't the studio anymore. Yes and no. So I would say not treating the studio as a core workspace, but as a discussion space. So you go to the studios, you meet your peers, you discuss your product and updates on your design and so on and so forth. But the the different thing is, is always when it comes to the crunching times of the productions when you're trying to finish things, especially like uh, during our thesis years, we stress across the whole years. So towards the, the final half, everyone's just like, okay, I better stay at home to focus on my team. Because if you are to come to the studio, you need to bring all your models, bring everything out. So it's, well, in a sense, it's also probably has, has to do with the studio environments that it provides. Lah. I would say it's, it's a miss because we still occasionally meet up to discuss about works. It's just like not seeing... You know, the feelings of not seeing each other's design and you kind of like, not sure like, are you progressing the right pace or are you falling behind and this kind of experience? So I think that when you talk about like knowing if you're on the right path or like whether your progress is up to date or like are you going to complete on time, I feel like it relates more to peer learning. So when we are talking about like this sort of peer learning, right, and you're around your friends, would you say that it's it still maintains the same when you progress towards masters, even though you said that there's less students who are working together inside the studio? I would say it's still the same. It's just that, see, the funny thing is that I'm not sure I only can make comments based on my experience. So being in a studio's culture, even sometimes it's like, there could be a lot of interactions and there could be no interactions at all. So it could be like people just being there and just um, crunching their works and with minimal sharings. And I find like that is being in studios, but not being in the studio at the same time. It's like that's... It's just that you know the presence of someone that's there. So you know yes. you're not exactly alone, but then again, you're not really talking to that yes. person. You're not, you're not really making use of the, the, the studio environment that... Offers yeah. you. you're just renting it for a space, and I think that's a, that's a very uh, missed opportunities yeah. of um, having that privilege in it for architecture students. Mm, I see. Moving to one of the questions that is within the article, how can we better educate those outside the walls of architecture school about like our studio culture? Do you think if it's necessary for for example, people who are not taking architecture to know about like how it's like to experience assignments and like the life of an architecture student? Um, yeah, I think it's quite a crucial thing to let the general public to know how we do our works. But I wouldn't say so much about the life that we are going through, but more on the process that an architecture has to go through to produce a piece of a final product. The way I, w- I would say it is that by doing architecture itself, we by looking at the buildings, we can never exclude other people's. So it always becomes a problem when after we graduate, we come to the practice, come to the industry. We find it hard to communicate our ideas to the clients, which are most of the time not from architectural industries. So if you are able to brought that communications early on into educations, 
So by having more non-architecture related people or students come in and to, to foster a converse, conversations to talk about, to show them like, hey, this is how we do our work. So as an early exposure to both architecture students and to the general publics, that would be an advantage to the whole industry, I believe. How about we look at the question in another way? Mm-hmm. Let's say if the general public is like, for example, the parents of the students, do you think it's important for the parents to like know how the life of an architecture student is? Because there might be some parents who are unaware of like how architecture students work, right? They might think, oh, why is your assignment taking so long to complete? Like, why are you staying up late? Those kind of situation. Do you think it's like important for the parents to know maybe that's like one of the, actually one of the opinions or like one of the answers given by the students from the articles that this student actually advised on architecture students to videotape how their life is as an architecture student to better educate not only their parents or perhaps their relatives or other friends who are taking the course about the architectural life. So do you think that this is actually a good way for us architecture students to sort of like tell the world our story? Well, it's, I mean, taking videos, it, it could be a fun way, but it's still boiled down to like, would anyone want to watch a boring video like the daily life of that? That's true. Have you actually like seen some of them on YouTube? (laughs) Because I've actually tried (laughs) to take a look and it's just, of course, it will be a bit boring, but I feel like it's an effort. Like it's better than not telling them what's going on. So at least I feel that if it doesn't, if it it doesn't really help you, perhaps it will help other students whose parents are like questioning on like, why are they taking so long? Like why are they like feeling all nighters and stuff? So I think it is a good way, but perhaps not the best way. But then again, very small efforts help, right? So if we just had to make the video fun, yes. I am suddenly but, reminded of the countless like video assignments that you had to do during the <laughs> during yeah, yeah, that's, that, yeah, that's a good idea. We should actually promote that as part of the of the syllabus. So we had to produce a video about the life of architecture students. Yeah, I think it's an interesting perspective to mm. other people see on how architecture student life is. So in another one of the questions, we have the Professor Esteban Beta from CUNY, City Tech and NYIT Manhattan, who mentioned that the studio culture in Costa Rica was more about nature and that the students, they become more sensitive to the nature, the natural part versus the built environment. So what do you think about this statement? Do you think that the nature itself positively affects our studio culture and the students' outcome? I think so. It's a belief that our environment will always affect the way we think. So for, for example, the, the interview given from the articles is that um, the studios was, was in a natural setting. So all the students, in a sense, they were exposed, they were constantly exposed to natural elements. So their design are somehow influenced in that way. So And also it has to do with the school visions and in how the school... Perhaps the school was trying to push towards a more natural approach in design. So, I mean, to give an example for like perhaps a school in a city settings might look a lot into a modern buildings or maybe a school in some, well, let's say Italy or Spain, they might look a lot into conservation heritage buildings. In a way, it comes down to the terms of like 
to preparing the students to to design in its immediate environments, like where the place wanted to. Also, for example, like currently I'm in Singapore. So what I noticed is that a lot of schools in Singapore, they tend to focus on sustainability a lot and green architecture. So, and because this is one of the main visions that the country is pushing for, so a lot of buildings in Singapore has a very good environmental strategy to it. So in a sense, students are well exposed to all this knowledge. So it's kind of like form their thinkings and the knowledge is more easily accessible and yeah, that influence the design at the end of the day. Yeah, personally, I haven't experienced sort of like incorporating nature into studio culture yet. Like, would you say you have that experience or you don't really have that sort of like chance to try it out uh, similar to mine or I feel like it's a good idea to have like this sort of uh, approach to have nature incorporate in built environment. Lah. I think it's yeah I think because Taylor's we are in an urban context so yeah most of the design are more relevant to Malaysia urban situations. I mean like if well if the schools are able to expand maybe like we have a satellite studios, summer schools in other places. Yeah. So it will be an opportunity to expand the design environments and the design thinkings to have more hands-on experience to the site. Yeah, I think that's a nice idea. Uh, and I bet everyone would like to try and yeah. have that experience at that sort, sort of like spot. It's uh, something different, which, is, which can be taken into account maybe bar school or like any other architecture <laughs> schools around Malaysia. But on the bright side, we do have a lake with some keys inside. So, okay, that's that's all we can yeah. do. I, I think your master studio is like facing the lake, right? So Yes, it's exactly yeah. But yeah, unfortunately, we never got a chance to do anything with the lake. I think our campus is actually not bad already like. yeah it's quite it's quite it's, quite a yeah, nice it's, environment already yes yeah. it's got a balance i would yeah. say it's got a balance of well we got some we got some natural elements water some green on it and it's in a very city context yeah. so it's not bad it's give us suggestions of how natures can coexist with modern architectures so mm. it could be quite an inspirational space like if you look at it yeah i think it would be very nice well that was an interesting conversation i think we have come to an end for this round of podcasts yes so thank you so much friends for coming today sure and thank you for your fascinating input for this week's topic Sure. Thank you. So before we move on, I would like to thank the audience as well for listening. And remember to stay tuned for next week's episode on the 19th. And don't forget to follow us on our Instagram at underscore screen dot 2020, which is, I repeat, at underscore S-C-R-E-E-N dot 2020. Next week's topic will be released on our Instagram a day before the episode. So don't forget to check that out. Stay safe and see y'all soon.